<laughs> On this week's episode of the Iowa Hype Podcast, we talked to uh, Eric Epinesa. This was a fun interview. Number 39 for the Iowa Hawkeyes. We find out who would win in a family game of Survivor. He talks to us about some of his career advice. And, and we found out he's a big anime guy. All this on Iowa Hype Podcast. Let's get hype! What time is it? Hello. Hey guys. What's up? Not much. How you doing this morning? Pretty good. Good, good. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you, man. Yeah, no problem. You uh back at school? Yeah. Nice. A little bit. Yeah. Getting ready to for camp to start? Yeah, I was like camp starts on the second. Oh da- okay. So you got like one more week of yeah not having the grind going i mean we've been practicing yeah like yeah. uh we we just finished or like last week of super hard conditioning we just got one more day of conditioning on tuesday and then we're off uh thursday friday okay this week yeah so what is sorry just we're just jumping into it what what is the difference between like your practice and then when camp starts because you keep seeing online people say camp starts like this is like a hard deadline. So what, what is the difference? So uh, the first like main thing is camp is uh, it's like a time to focus on football. So we bring in a certain number. I think the number is 110 this year. We take 110 guys and we put them all in a hotel and we're going to be in there from February 2nd till the start of like the day before school is the day they let us out. So that's like okay. three weeks right there. Gotcha. So we'll be in a hotel and we'll travel from the hotel to practice and then practice again and then back to the hotel. And that's pretty much how the days are going to go. Yeah. So camp is really just like you practice, like you don't play games, like you can talk to people, but you just have so much practice film study and like football school, I guess, that it's just a lot more of everything where practice right now consists of strength training and maybe a little bit of seven on seven every once in a while but that's that's about it for right now okay so it's just like a dialed in like cush version of like going to prison kind of like just... <laughs> like that yeah it's, it's i like that yeah cush i guess um well anyway yeah welcome to our podcast uh we are very small we are not journalists so our questions will probably be all over the board um I don't know if you're familiar with our stuff that we've put out there on social media. Matthew's done a few hype videos that have kind of gone semi-viral and they've been a lot of fun. So um, we're just huge fanboys and just talking to some of our favorite players. So, yeah, I love that. Um, I I saw that you had on there. I was like, man, they had some pretty cool, cool guys already chat with them before. So I was like, why not? I know. Yeah. Uh, we've been very fortunate that people have responded to, uh, to my requests on Instagram and Matthew keeps telling me like, Oh yeah, message this guy, message that guy. So yeah. yeah. So we're excited to have you on and we're excited to get a lot of the guys that are younger that are going to, you know, in a couple of years be making a huge impact. So it's kind of fun to get in at the ground level. So um, you want to ask your first question? 
Did you play any other sports in high school? Yeah, I played, let's see. Um, obviously, I played football, but then in high school, I wrestled for two years as my freshman and sophomore year. And then I ran track my freshman year. And then I also played men's volleyball my sophomore, junior, senior year of high school. That's awesome. So I kind of played a little bit of everything. Yeah. What did you like the most? Um, I love football, but if I were to play one, if they all paid the same and had equal opportunity, I would play volleyball all day long. It's just so much fun. Yeah. Like, it's not it's not like as taxing on your body, I'd say, but also it's just like it's just such a fun game. Yeah. To have a big group of anybody that knows how to play, you could play all day long. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I didn't know much about men's volleyball. I played rec league, you know, as an adult, but um, we're, we're here in Des Moines and Grandview University, they have an incredible men's volleyball team. And so just like watching them play, like it is legit, like it's fun to watch them. So those guys have some ups. Well, even uh, I was like, it doesn't matter the division for men's volleyball because men's volleyball is so small that even like D1, NAIA, like D3, they're all in the same division. So they all play for nationals. So it's like, if you just go to school for volleyball, you're pretty much the biggest school that they come with other than like, if you were to go to like Ohio state, like. Gotcha. So it's like the one sport that's like the great equalizer right now. Like no matter where you go, you have a shot at beating the big dogs. You'll play some okay teams. Like they'll all be good, but you can play the top tier teams and even the national champions in your regular season. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I did not know that. We'll have to look into that. We have a team right here in our backyard and we need to go support them more. So, um, so tell us a little bit about your recruiting process. So I'd seen that you were had some offers from several other schools on Twitter. Um, I mean, I know Iowa is kind of in the DNA, literally what, what made you choose Iowa and what was the rest of the recruiting process like? Um, the recruiting process was, it was pretty interesting for me. Um, I mean, I didn't have a ton of the offers that I was necessarily looking for. Um, I, like the schools that offered me, I was more than happy to be offered by them. Like it's, it's just so, I don't even know what the right words to say is like, it just makes you feel good that other schools would love to have you and that they would even give you a chance. But like um, my choice to come to Iowa is, um, for what I want to do as in school wise and athletics, I feel like I have the best chance here where um, some schools that offered me their business only or stuff like that, where I'm an engineer here. Um, So like they actually have engineering, which some schools that I visited did not. And that would definitely kind of turn me away when I was starting my recruiting process and stuff. Yeah. As you want to go to school that you can actually do the schooling that you're looking forward to versus like, uh, I don't know what I want to do. Like I was pretty kind of set on one side. So that kind of pushed me away from some schools. And then um, for the football side is like, I was just known to build their players. Like we're very progressive. Like we build a lot of players from like small body or, like even just more gain weight, like we do a really good job with that type of stuff. So 
Um, for the football aspect, I was like, if I want to play in the NFL, this would be one of the best places to build my body and get bigger and also compete at a higher level, even just at practice. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think one of the things that stood out to me in doing these interviews is um, when we first started doing this, I'm like, we're interviewing young men that are like 18, 19, 20. Like, I didn't know what kind of responses we were going to be getting from them. But like every single one of you guys has said, like, has spoke very highly about like academics going hand in hand with, you know, football. And it's not like you're just saying, you know, oh, I came here for my degree, which is like communications. Like you're getting an engineering degree, which is really incredible. And for you to say that, like, I'm just very impressed with, you know, your whole Thank group you. of guys you have there at Iowa. And that's a great answer. So I think it's, it's very important because football doesn't last forever, but you know, a, a career will last for a very long time. Yeah. So, I mean, my dad always preached that when we were young, he loved to like, he definitely emphasized on how much grades could help you. He's like, you can only play football for so long or you can only play sports for so long, but it's like your brain, it's like, it lasts like four times as long as you can play sports. And I mean, he's not necessarily wrong. Yeah. And aspects like you'll know most of your stuff until the day you pass away. And it's like your knowledge will stay with you. It's like, you just pick up more and more as you go. Yeah, absolutely. Good dad. What is your favorite part about game day? Is it walking into the stadium, the tunnel, the wave, playing, or after the game? The favorite part of game day. Um, I'm going to have to say my favorite part of game day is when I um, – That's it's kind of like a two-parter. It's like when I first show up, I love to walk out into the stadium and see it empty. So um, – what I'll do is like when I very first get there, it's probably three hours before the game. I don't know if uh, it's like most of the guys don't get there then because you'll see them come off the bus and they'll do the Hawk walk. Mm -hmm. um, and, but like the other guys, we get there early and we have to like get ready and prepared for the game before that. Cause we can only have, I don't know the exact number, but it's like it's between 60 and 80 guys. So you got 40 more guys at a home game that come in later um, or come in earlier, I guess, to the stadium. So I like to go out there and look at the stadium empty. Like there's just a couple people in there just hanging out. Um, and so I'll like take a good look. And then whenever we go back in, we get dressed and ready. Whenever it's actually time to come out is probably my favorite time because we go out to warm up and uh, then you just see how full, how much more people, like how loud, like that's probably my favorite part is the very first time you walk out and it's full. And it's just like, it's always a scene to take in. You go, yeah. it's quiet. Like it's really quiet in the locker room. But by the time you walk down the end of the tunnel, it's like, you can already hear the sounds like echoing through because they start that video camera and everybody starts getting loud and they hear you walking down. They see you walking down on the big screen. Like, yeah, that's, it's definitely an experience. Yeah. Do you, so do you feel like the goosebumps or what do you feel as you're walking out? Your stomach uh, butterflies or no it's it's kind of like um as you're walking out i think my reaction to it is kind of like um kind of like you're floating you know like a drop like your body just feels really light and like it kind of like gives you the feeling that your like stomach's like coming up in your throat like it's kind of a weird feeling if you understand what i mean 
but like then once you get out there it's like a really big deep breath and it's like the freshest air you've ever had yeah <laughs> that's awesome just like an out-of-body experience where you're yeah. just yeah that's that's cool i can only imagine um so i've often thought that it's very cool that it's generational so I was probably like 10 or 11 and I very vividly remember your dad being one of my favorite players when they would announce his name. My dad and I have had season tickets since I was a little kid and like hearing him make a tackle is so incredible. And now that I'm an adult and my son is coming to every game and like you and your brother are playing or have played, like it's so crazy, cool and bizarre to me. And I'm like, what's going to happen? Like when he has kids, is it going to be, he's rooting for your kids at Iowa? Like, Anyway, what is it like? Uh, is, is it difficult to be the third Epinesa to suit up for Iowa? Um, what kind of expectations no. are there, I guess? I don't really feel like there's any pressure for me to be here, I guess. Like, just the fact that my brother and my dad played here also. Um, it's definitely – it makes it fun. Like, everybody knows you. It makes it more, like, you just feel like the love from the crowd. I guess, but I don't really feel a ton of pressure when it comes to like being the third person from my family to come play here. Um, it's like, that's one thing my dad liked to talk about. He's like, I don't want you to go to the school because I went to that school or your brother went to that school. It's like, I want you to go because it's your choice. Like he wanted me to be happy and to do what I wanted to do for school and for football. And I mean, just the fact that I chose it on my own makes it I would say better because it's just less pressure I mean it's 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 interesting like people talk about this and they ask me this question I was like I don't really know how to answer this question because it doesn't really like affect me like it's just kind of a thing it's a thing but it doesn't really give me much problem or thought to it and that's good and it shouldn't affect you at all because you're your own person. Like, don't, don't be them. I just wondered if there was, if you felt a certain way, I hope you don't, I hope you don't ever feel that. Um, I think I want to pitch something to you guys. I think you guys are missing out on opportunity. I think there's a reality show here in your family. That's going to be called growing up Epinesa and the reality camera just follows you and your dad around and your brothers as you guys are working out at home all day. I'd watch that over the Kardashians any day. I mean, I was going to ask you then when I was like, whenever you're talking about that, I was like, do you see what my dad does? It's like, if you didn't go to work, like if there was a show just recording us all day, it'd be an interesting show for about half the day. Uh. We'd be asleep <laughs> for the other half the day. Like, well, that's why you edit it. You edit it down, you know, yeah, you got to edit it, but it's like, man, it's like these guys sleep a lot. Like, <laughs> like it worked out early this morning at seven this morning, eight this morning. It's like, they worked out for a couple hours. Then they, ate a giant meal and everyone feasted and then everybody went to bed. <laughs> no, I just love the stuff your dad posts on Instagram of everybody working out. And it looks like the whole entire high school is over there with your younger brother. So it looks yeah. fun. It's been, it's been going on for a long time. I don't know how long you might've been following him, but uh, it's like, as long as I can remember, cause my dad even used to do it with my sister and her friends and just had me and my brother run my brother, AJ run when we could and then whenever my brother's friends used to come while he was in high school um my buddies used to start showing up and so I like a group of like eight buddies that would show up and there was just like the high school guys would go out and train and nothing was more cool than to hang out with the high school guys that are going to go play on Friday night whenever you were a middle schooler or 
even in grade school, like, it's like, yeah, I know all of those guys. I met them the other day when I was working out with them. Like, it was just something fun and something cool to do. And it definitely connects us all. And like, even when I see the, the older guys or the younger guys now, it's like, yeah, I know who that is. And they're like, yeah, that's Eric. It's like, we used to work out with him all the time. It's like back with his dad and at home, like it was just a fun community thing that we kind of do. And I mean, I think the coaches love it too. Cause they're like, well, instead of our guys going to goof off, it's like, they're actually going in to work out this morning, even though we're off today. Like, I think they love to see it and it definitely helps the team. I feel like. Oh yeah. Putting in work. That's awesome. The no, extra work. Growing up, what was your favorite college or NFL team? My favorite college team, I would have to say it was Iowa, but I like, there are definitely baby pictures of me with like a little bit of Iowa clothes. And my dad had an old helmet that we used to like run around with like a little, little kid. We used to just run around with this, super old style helmet on that doesn't fit at all but we thought it was the greatest thing ever like um we had I mean it's just something that you see every day and it's like little hints that kind of like sway you that way maybe I don't know like yeah. it was all over the place at our house you see it on like the mantle you'll see jerseys like my dad's jerseys at our house and um like we just have like a wall kind of similar to the one behind you but it's like picture of him and his team like the the truck the semi that we have my dad has like the toy semi still and the okay. box and everything that's yeah. on his little place right there like on a shelf in that room <laughs> next to his jersey his buddies that he played with that uh went to the nfl some of them have signed uh, like pictures and plaques and stuff in that room like we just have a good nice little wall right there wall of fame for everyone to look at yeah that's awesome. Just that subtle uh, messaging throughout the years ingraining you that you have to go here. <laughs> One second. You're good. Who is it? We're just going out to bed. Oh, all right. You're good. Sorry, my roommate's uh, bringing something in the house and he just want to let me know in case I hear like a bunch of thudding and stuff coming. Oh, out. they're good. They're good. Who, who are your roommates? You got... So I live with uh, three other walk-ons. I live with uh, Jeremy Chaplin, O-line here from uh, Waverly. And then I live with Joseph Smith. Joe's from Britt, Iowa. Yeah. And he's a linebacker here. And then Jameson Hines. And Jameson's from Humboldt. And he's a safety here. Nice. Okay. You know, fun little house of – Def yeah. three defensive guys and one lineman offensive yeah lineman. you know we pick on him all the time oh Jeremy. i'm sure we're like dude you guys even know what you're doing over there like <laughs> we'll give him trouble all the time and yeah it's all in good fun but jeremy is pretty quick-witted so i feel like uh he usually does better on joe and jameson than they do on him yeah that's they awesome all, it's funny because they all live like across the halls from each other where i live in the basement <laughs> So it's like Jeremy, Joe, and then Jameson lives across the hall. Yeah. I don't even want to ask what they're bringing in that's going to make a ton of noise. It's a Saturday, and it's, it's probably some, like a live hog or something. I don't want to know. I mean, that would be kind of funny, but I would. <laughs> It'd be like, you know, we got a hog out here. We need your help. I'm there. Right. <laughs> oh, I remember what college was like. It's what you never can expect. Expect the unexpected, I guess. Um, that was pretty chill. We don't have anything too crazy going on here. That's good. That's good. Uh, so what's uh, last year, you know, I know you were pretty young. Um, what, what was your memory of last year? Like, 
you had a lot of cool moments. You know, the, the Penn State game was one of the coolest I've ever seen in my 41 years of being a fan. Um, the Big Ten championship, like, like what to you was a sticking point that was your favorite? Um, my favorite, like, just moments of last year will probably be just the sheer like noise and volume of people at the Penn State game like it was so loud on the field it was deafeningly loud like just the fact that we we're so loud and so intense as a crowd that they can't snap the ball like they just couldn't and I don't know how many times they got false starts because uh, they it's just so deafeningly loud and um, yeah like it happened over and over again. It had to be dang near 10, 10 false starts. I was like, that's, that's 50 yards penalties right there. Yeah. Um, and then after the game, I just remember like hanging out with my buddies while I'm like, dude, I think I'm going deaf. Like my ears <laughs> kind of ringing. Like it was so loud for so long that it's just kind of like humming still. I was like, yeah such a night and then when everybody stormed the field that's a great experience to be the guy one of the guys that they're storming the field for um yeah just the fact that you're already in the center of the field by the time everybody gets on the field and uh it's kind of funny though because they're like um the strength and conditioning coaches will be like hey uh buckle up your helmet and hold on to it because uh it's like people might try to take it and it's oh. like they're gonna be patting you on the back patting you on the head it's like you should probably put your helmet on yeah tell all the guys that aren't like big starter guys just because like you're walking out there and they just want to congratulate everyone but i mean especially now that they sell drinks in the stadium you know people are yes. probably drunk so they're like just protect yourself stay safe out there we're like all right whatever but yeah. man it's like they patch you everybody wants to just touch your helmet and like touch your, your pad it's like wow this guy plays here like it's funny i even ran into a couple people i knew from school i was like no way. He's like, dude, this is crazy. I was like, this is wild. Yeah. That was a pretty wild. That's, that was a cool moment. Um, I, I can only imagine. And it don't, there's always one in every crowd that ruins it for everybody. I can see someone trying to steal something down on the sidelines or. I heard about it. Um, somebody was telling me this story the other day, I think at my work and they were like, um, yeah, a couple, a few years back, uh, CJ Bethard, um, he set his helmet down and somebody picked it up and left with it, left the stadium with it. Um, and he goes into the locker room and tells the coaches like, Hey, I don't know where my helmet went. Like a big, a big win. And, uh, they, they found the helmet, but um, I do remember that the only reason they found it is because some guy that took it decided he was going to be the coolest guy ever and put it on yes. and like wore it into the bars and stuff like that is what I was told. I remember that. Like that is one of those things where like criminals do the dumbest things. I mean, not that that guy's a criminal, but yeah. like, I, yeah, I remember that story. Now find a helmet. I mean, shoot, like this is a nice piece of equipment right here. I think I want to take the starting quarterback's helmet home with me, put it on my wall. Yeah, exactly. Throw it on the wall and don't ever tell anyone until no. like 10 years from now. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh that's awesome uh what do you want to ask do you have any friends on the team i'd say i'm friends with like a ton of the guys on the team but uh i definitely say i'm a lot closer with all the linebackers since i am a linebacker 
Um, I do some long snapping here and there. So I'm pretty good buddies with some of those guys too, like the specialists. I talk to the kickers all the time. Um, my, I'd say my best friends definitely consist of linebackers though. Like pretty much all of them yeah. are linebackers. And then it's just fun to know all the guys. I was like all the new guys though are like, it's hard to learn these new guys. Cause you get like dumped on them. Like they're just like, boom, 20, 25 more guys. Like yeah. you're going to work out with them and you're going to know their name. I'm like, dude, there's a lot of people. Like I thought it was a lot of people when I first got here. It's like, you got to find out a hundred people's names, but I already knew like half the team. Sure. Yeah. It comes at you fast. And then before you know it, you're like, I'm the guy that's got like 75 people under me now in a couple yeah. of years. Like it's going to move fast, man. Yeah. So sure. which going back, I, that is something I wanted to point out. So on your bio, it says in high school, you played linebacker, receiver, long snapper and kicker. Like that's quite the resume. Yeah. So uh, I was the kicker, but um, we didn't have a snapper. So for like a couple games, I kicked field goals, but like the snap was tough. Like we, we could barely get a snap and hold. So like, I'm trying to like practically just kick the ball. If you were to just set it on the ground flat is almost what I was like. And Ooh. I'm barely making these kicks. Like they're just lasers barely going over the uprights. Like yeah. you're like, Oh man, I kind of hope it goes in. But then they're like, you know what? We should probably just have you go back to snapping. Like, uh, but they had me kick off all season long. Um, I definitely I was pretty good at kicking I'd say I played soccer for a long time up until about seventh eighth grade I was done and so I was the kicker then for our team and then uh, when I played in high school they're like you can't kick it's whatever and then once I started playing varsity it's like we kind of need a kicker I was like I can kick and I'm like uh, grab a ball <laughs> let's see yeah. if we can really kick we I never even got to punt once because uh they they're like yeah nobody can snap it that far it's like short snaps maybe long snaps no we gotta have you snap because even as a friend i'm like the backup to my brother as the snapper for my freshman year so like okay. they're like we know you can snap <laughs> but we had a really good kicker at the time that year and he's now on the lions okay well yeah riley patterson great guy yeah um, that's awesome I mean, I never really kicked until uh, my like junior year. They're like, you should probably kick off for us. I was like, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, that's funny. So you just kind of do a little bit of everything. Sometimes if you want it done right, you just have to do it yourself, right? Just step up and. (laughs) Yeah, you know, you go out there. It definitely helps that my brother did it before, but like I just jumped out there. This is like my freshman year. I did snap for our freshman team. It was all right. But once I got to like the varsity during playoffs, I probably like excelled exponentially. Like I got a lot better really fast and they had a backup snapper, but I think like one weekend I was the backup snapper. I was like, dang, I'm getting pretty good at this. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. How much do you think you'll actually get to play this year? You know, I'm not a hundred percent sure. It's like, we got a ton of guys coming in that are good. And then we had, we had some guys leave that I wouldn't say are unexpected, but they're senior guys or they had an injury and they just decided that it was time for them to be done. And so, I mean, I would love to run down on kickoff or be on the punt this year. 
Uh, we'll just see what happens. Uh, camp's probably the big decider, and uh, it'll help the coaches really get like a good look at us and figure out what we can and can't do or what they yeah. trust us to do. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I mean, you got you, you have one year under your belt, correct? Yeah, I've been here for okay. a year and a half now. Okay, that's what I thought. So, yeah, so you got a little bit of time, and hopefully you have an incredible camp, and we'd love to see you on the field this year, man. We're super excited for you. So, um, what's uh, how much do people I – mean, I know the name is very recognizable, but how much after games are people recognizing you? You also have a pretty distinct look, too, with the hair. Yeah, so now that I got the hair going uh... – I would say people don't recognize me as much because oh. if I were to have short hair, you could almost put me and my two brothers as triplets. Like um, we just look so similar in the face and then just to have like a similar hairstyle, it's, it's almost like indistinguishable, like how similar we look. Yeah. Like if you, if you were, if we were all the same height, cause AJ and Yelsey are both taller than me, then like, it'd be tough. It would definitely be tough. Yeah. How long is it? Uh, my hair right now, it's shoot, it's pretty long. I'm probably getting that like uh, oh yeah, I measured is like 14 inches long, and now it's it's getting up there. Yeah, yeah. Gets, <laughs> oh yeah, that looks great, man. Yeah, I love it. What? Well, how long are you letting it go? Um, so what I wanted to do was I wanted to grow it out and then cut it off and donate it last year, but I kind of felt like it wasn't necessarily long enough okay. to be like a good like wig and style. It's like, cause it has to be minimum of eight inches yep. or something like that. It's like six or eight is the first number. I was like, well, if I can just get it as long as like a regular hair, then that'd be better. Yeah. It's like turning into short hair wigs and long hair wigs doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Yeah. But, That's um, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're all good. Uh, but then I decided, I was like, I thought it was cool. And all the pictures I got from last season, I was like, these are sweet. Like I should probably keep my hair another year and then cut it off so that I can get some more cool pictures and everything. I was like, it'd be pretty cool too. Yeah. I think it looks good. I mean, if you have a good year, you might just have to keep it for all four yeah. years and then I might, just have to like, <laughs> I might just have to take off eight inches and be like, yeah, sorry. Only, only eight could go at a time. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. Keep the hair semi long. That'd be funny. Yeah. Just harvest eight at a time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had a brother that was at the children's hospital in Iowa city for a very long time. So if you do end up doing that someday, it is very much appreciated by those kids and families. So I think that's incredible people that are able to do that. So yeah. before I donate it, I definitely want to try to get in touch with like the children's hospital or something so that I can uh, send it to like a place that's closer to Iowa city or closer to home. If you know what I mean? Yep. I don't want to like, just give it to a foundation that's going to turn it into a wig and then go and sell it on their own part or do their own thing. I was like, yeah, that's not necessarily what I'm looking for. Cause that's kind of against what I'm growing it for. It's like, I'm growing it to give it away. Not exactly. Not to sell it to somebody else. Yeah. Well, they are, they're incredible over there. I know they offer free wigs for patients, especially the kids. So get in touch with them and they'll, they'll hook you up and um, yeah, go over there and check it out sometime. That place is, is incredible. What advice can you give me if I want to play college sports someday? If you want to play college sports someday, the best advice I can give to you is first is to do the best you can in school. 
like to have good grades is so underrated like no school will decline you because your grades are great it's like it, it only helps you from there um the next thing is just a, a little bit of extra work here and there never hurts and it definitely helps you get a slight edge on just your opponents even just your teammates and it helps you look better in the long run and it's like you don't need to tell anyone about your little extra working out or extra conditioning that you do but you'll definitely see a difference if you do it consistently and you start and you keep pushing yourself to do a little bit more and a little bit more as you go one thing that my dad did for us is it's like he you know he did us with those workouts but my dad loved push-ups and sit-ups and he's like a strong core and strong arms is like that'll help you so much and give you a huge edge in just sports in general because you use your core in pretty much everything you do and your arms it's like they're pretty much the fundamentals of running and all that type of stuff so it, it definitely helped help me get a little ahead of even just all my buddies um in the long run i felt like it definitely made me look better because whenever you look better on your team and your team plays good it definitely gives you a better chance i'd say yeah you track the eyes of coaches and then the last thing is is by the time you get into high school i would say go to the camps that have uh multiple people there like you don't want to just go to a camp that's strictly for a school if you're kind of like an on the edge kind of guy it's like i could go d1 but there's like there's like no other schools other than D1 there. Like those are tough because they're looking for their, their freak guys there at those kind of camps. It's like, this guy's insane. We want this guy. And then that's going to kind of like overshadow you where if you go to camps, like we have a really big one in uh, St. Louis, it's in Lindenwood. Um, it's called the mega camp for a reason. And they bring in like hundreds of coaches. Like we got, I don't even know. I just remember when I showed up, there's literally like half the football field is full of coaches and they watch you run your forties. They watch you run your pro agilities. They watch you do your long jump, like your broad jump and your vertical and stuff like that. They look at your card, your card's got your weight on it and your height on it. Like those camps definitely help. And even if like, um, if small schools don't see you, sometimes big schools talk to small schools, like they have little, I'd say like thing. It's like, we think this guy's good, but it's like, we already recruited a bunch of other guys. It's like, but you guys should talk to this guy. He's really good. And like, they'll talk to each other. Schools talk to each other a lot more than you'd think. And they're like, this guy's pretty good. He's definitely a guy. And that usually helps out with the recruiting process and stuff like that. Yeah. So for that part, I'm just going to say camps with more teams are probably better. That's probably one of my offers was from Northwest Missouri state. Oh, and Bearcats. I was I was at a camp here in Iowa City, but um man, those coaches were talking to me. I'm probably a junior about to go in my senior year in the summer of that year. Um and those coaches loved to talk to me and they were talking to me all camp long. Like they just were they were like shadowing me. I was like, man, it's great to feel love, but like it's like I want to go here, but you know it was a great offer and I was glad to go visit there and see all their stuff. And just like, that is a good team. It was yeah. just really cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's what I tell them all the time. I said, 
you know, put in the hard work because it's fun when you compete. It's fun when you've laid all this foundation and you actually excel at it. If you go out there and you feel like you're constantly behind, it, it's not, it's not fun because you're, you're trying to get conditioned on game day. And so, but the schooling part is a huge aspect. Everyone tells him that. And I think that's, it's great advice. So, well, thank you for your time today. We have a little segment uh, called the hot seat. Uh, we just want to fire off some rapid fire questions at you. Answer the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, Matthew will ask you these. They're, they're pretty in-depth questions. So, uh, all right. Whenever you're ready, Matthew. Tacos or pizza? Pizza. Star Wars, Harry Potter, or Avengers? Avengers. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes. Guacamole salsa? Guacamole salsa or queso? Queso. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. What movie? What movie? Or show. Or show. I just like to watch a lot of anime, though. I can't lie. Um, Okay. So I watched Naruto a lot on Netflix, and that's probably where I started it. But I would currently, I've been watching One Piece. I'm like 200 episodes in. It's like the longest one ever. Wow. Jeez. Okay. Music or podcast? Music. What music do you work out to? Um, we listen to a lot of rock music. It's like, I would say it's more rock music. Um, it's definitely, I personally will listen to rap sometimes when I'm working out, but sometimes it just doesn't really fit the vibe. So I feel like the upbeat guitar and stuff like that really gets you going and it helps you get moving. Like I'm trying to think of what is a good song? Like, there's some good ones, but we play them in the, like, the weight room, and I think they do a good job playing, like, uh, faster music that makes you seem like you need to get going. Like, yeah. other than, like, sometimes when you're listening to, like, rap music, it's just kind of, like, sad or whatever. It's, like, it's not necessarily what you're looking for when you're trying to get a good workout in. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sneakers or slides? Sneakers. Trip to the mountains or beach? Beach all day. Favorite color? Blue. Favorite athlete of all time. Um, I don't know about that one. That's kind of tough. I'm. I like the like athlete stories. I'm not super into focus on one athlete because I feel like I always learn stuff about athletes. But uh, if I were to choose one guy that I think is the best that I know about, I'll probably choose Kobe. I feel like he has such a great everything yeah mentality guy that's a good choice yeah okay biggest fear i don't know it's like maybe you don't have a lot of things though so that's the problem is i hate horror movies and i don't like fun houses so like (laughs) scary stuff it's like anything scary is my biggest fear okay that's your bugaboo (laughs) favorite movie I'm not a big movie guy. Okay. Um, my That's roommate fine. got like a hundred. He can tell you his top 10 any day of the week. And I'm like, I haven't seen any of these movies. And he's like, they're all right. Like I probably say <laughs> I'm a big fan of like the Avengers movies. Yeah. And I also like the newer Jurassic world. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd say it's a good movie. Favorite video game. Uh, I play a lot of rocket league. <laughs> 
That is okay. a good one. Any <laughs> any nicknames? Epi. Uh, Epi is probably one of my like oldest nicknames. Um, it's just like the smaller version of my father is pretty much what they think of me as, I guess. Yeah. But, um, it's like the double E kind of like a lot of people call me EE -E or just E is a nickname, but like I just keep somehow in some way it just keeps going back to Epi and I, I have no problem with it. Yeah. Fill in the blank. Before I leave college, I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to probably say graduate. Perfect answer. One. Favorite junk food? Junk food, man. That's all I eat. <laughs> <laughs> what was, what's your favorite? If you could have something right now. Is it like junk food as candy or junk food oh, as anything? Candy? I don't know. What's your guilty pleasure? Uh, chocolate covered chocolate donuts. So the devil, oh. like whatever those are called. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Those are probably my favorite guilty if i have the money and i have a little extra that's what i'm gonna buy and i'm not gonna put them anywhere in the house other than in my room so that i can eat all eight of them yes dogs or cats oh i'm kind of with the both okay shake or malt shake or what shake or malt shake what flavor i'm chocolate who wins in a family Royal Rumble wrestling match? It's me. <laughs> it's me all day. Who in who in your family wins the if you went on TV if you went on TV show Survivor? My father. <laughs> oh, really? He's living. So like if we're if we're on a survival show, he'd be like, "All oh, of you guys will die in a couple days." Like. <laughs> He's like, I'm the only one that can actually live out in the wild by myself. So yeah. I'll, probably, I'll probably give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, he can he can do a lot of stuff. He's a really big Islander guy. And yeah, I could see that. I can see him with like a straw hat out there. Just he loves the straw hat. Chopping up coconuts. And <laughs> we're over here like, how do you open this coconut? He's like, man, I've done this for years. Like, Yeah, I'm sure. Like, Survivor, Survivor on an island, he's winning. Survivor in like the the planes he's not winning <laughs> so like survivor big city edition he's yeah. out <laughs> survival like farm edition he he's struggling i feel like yeah that is awesome a little bit different here in the midwest right right yeah yeah well thank you so much for your time we appreciate you we'll be rooting hard for you this year man and uh hopefully after one of the games we'll stop by and say hi when you guys are coming out of locker room so sounds good yeah um it's like just go ahead and grab me uh, there's so many people there it's always tough yeah um, especially with like the people that are in it for like the equipment it's like oh come sign my ball it's like oh yeah okay so that's just kind of like a, a quick one but sometimes it's nice because the parents will be there it's like can you please sign our son or nephew's like thing it's like this is the only time he'll be here i mean i get they try to make it sad or whatever so that everybody signs it but the guys love to sign this stuff and yeah it's all fun and everything and uh especially for the kids we think it's really fun uh they're always so excited and even just to like see them react i remember one of the like craziest things was i'm like signing this kid's overalls and i'm signing like on the back he's turned around so i'm signing like his mid back and the mom's like do you know who that is 
And he's like, nope. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, that's AJ's younger brother. Oh, jeez. When he turned around in shock, I was like, what? <laughs> that's funny. He was in so much shock. And I was like, yeah. And I give him knuckles. And he's like, he was so happy. It was probably one of like the best feelings I had when it comes to signing gear. Yeah. So like yeah. it was just a fun experience that day. That's awesome. Well, Matthew likes to collect his picture with guys. And uh, last year he got a ball autographed by like almost the whole team. And he, he was just like floating on air the rest of the week. Like it, it made him made his lifetime. So I was like, do you see him by the door though? Cause that's where everybody tries to, but if you kind of like stand by the door and you have like an open enough way that everybody just like walks through there, that's probably like the best chance you have of getting dang near everybody. That's what we kind of did last year. So we come to every game and we kind of stood back and he just, kind of moved his way around and uh is my uh, name on here i did we get his autograph last year i don't remember we'll have to look at it no it, it was it was kind of a whirlwind i let him just kind of run and yeah. and get no, who I he wanted you don't think so okay I'll just well, look on there for 39 i don't know if you'll be able to read the name yeah a, a lot of them are just like a scribble or a like a check mark or something okay. a lot of doctor signatures <laughs> mine's like a mine's my first name in cursive but then like my last name is really just like an E and a P and then some, some lines. And then yeah, it's got a, it's got a through the lines at the end. I'll just like turn it into a number sign and then put the number next to it. Yeah. I don't think the kids care. I think as long as they're getting it, they think somebody it's signed it. Somebody on the team. That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They love it. Well, and Matthew knows most of them. He he's pretty good about knowing exactly who he's getting and he's got kind of a game plan yeah. when he gets there so it's it's fun but i probably you get some dane belton on there he did yeah i yeah. was like i see dane's parents all the time awesome people yeah i was like that's probably a signature that i would have been trying to get if i were a kid yeah dane. he he had a handful last year was like a big year with with players and he got a lot of pictures with some of his favorites. So Matt Hankins and look for, yeah, it was Matt. I love Matt. Oh yeah. Matt's incredible. And uh, you line fan or you offense or defensive guy. Mm, offense. You're an offensive guy. There's no big problem with that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we need those people. Right. Right. I'm more of a defensive guy. Like the defensive backs to me, yeah. an interception is the most exciting part of the whole game. Oh, yeah. That's a big, big time yeah but anyway well thank you so much we don't want to take up too much your saturday we appreciate you uh i'd love to i know we we have different goals i want to get your dad on the podcast sometime and matthew wants to get aj on the podcast sometime so we'll try to get the whole family at some point so all right it'd be, it'd be incredible so eric thank you so much we appreciate you and uh good luck this season we'll, we'll meet up with you at some point man thank you it was so much fun Thanks all right much. talk to you later buddy See you guys. Bye. Bye. What did you think? It was good. It was real good, huh? This is Survivor. Huh? This is Survivor. Oh, well, we got to do our other with Jay. We're running late. Yeah. Um, hey, the only thing I was going to tell you.